my name is Charlotte Windley and I'm from Leon C. What has Covid been like for you? It's been interesting. It's been, obviously I've been off work for several months. Um, it's interesting to see how it's developed and how people have reacted to it. Um, personally, it's been um, a chance for me to clean the house and walk to the dog and being time in nature and reconnected with a lot of friends I hadn't been in touch with for quite some time so actually it's been a good thing person respect of having some time but obviously there have been more restrictions about what I do when I go out and I have missed work as well I'm very lucky I do live with family and I have dogs so I've taken them out um, so I haven't felt isolated in any way I've just had more time to go through all our stuff in the attic and get rid of bags and bags of rubbish of stuff that should have tax returns from 20 years ago and petrol receipts from 10 years ago um, and lots of stuff that should have been thrown out. But having the time of several months or weeks to do everything properly has been really good and the house has been completely gutted. Um, and it looks much, much better for it. I think I've missed, missed work because my work is very social. So I've missed being interacting with the public, being with my work colleagues, seeing the live shows, seeing the rehearsals. So being in, in an environment with lots of people um, and you know, having lots of people around you all the time and then not, yes, you, you miss that kind of human interaction on a daily basis. I think a lot of people have found it extremely difficult. We're not used to having restrictions on ourselves. We've, you know, we've not been at war or in a state of emergency since World War II in the respect of the effect on the nation as a whole. So I think a lot of people, it has been a tremendous shock that they can't go out or go into shops or have restrictions on themselves in a very liberal country. We don't have to tolerate or suffer from you know, a totalitarian state, so people are very used to having a lot of freedom, then suddenly to have restrictions on that has been a massive shock and a setback to people. Perhaps depend on going out, depend on seeing other people, their own mental and physical welfare. So I think a lot of people have struggled with it. So yes, I do feel for them and hopefully now with easing up a bit, they can find their way back and have found it slightly easier that they can go and see this friend or go and see that friend so yes I think a lot of people they have really struggled with the restrictions on themselves I have actually gone to see friends around the country I went to Somerset to see my friend and I went to Norfolk and this month I hope to go to York and see another friend so yes when the restrictions were lifted about travel and bubbles um, I managed to go to people I knew I went to their houses um, so that's what I really look forward to when I could straight away I was just down the motorway going to see friends so that's been the first thing and the most enjoyable thing of the restrictions being lifted because obviously I live, live with people who are vulnerable and over 80 so obviously I was concerned I would pick anything up and then bring it back and then obviously they would be in a situation where they would have an infection or have their health put at risk so yeah that was that was a concern but um Obviously, I did the whole wearing a mask thing, washing hands all the time. So everything, everything you're meant to do, I did in order to try and prevent any infection. I think until there is a proven vaccine, I think we just need to live like this for the time being. Because obviously, there have been relaxations. 
and the infection rate's gone up, but it hasn't translated into deaths because I think at the moment it is younger people who are getting the infections and obviously the, the death rate amongst younger people is much lower. Obviously the, the situation is where they do get infected and come into contact with older people, that's where the problem might kick off again. So it's a bit of a, an oxymoron that the infection rate's going up, the death rate's going down, but it is the kind of demographic of age who are getting infected. So I think at the moment people just have to carry on washing their hands, wearing the masks, and it is, I think the novelty's worn off a bit. I think originally it all happened, people will do, we'll be good as gold and do this, 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 and after a while we're getting a bit, oh, I've got to wash my hands, oh, I've got to wear my mask. So I think the novelty has worn off and people are getting a bit more intolerant or a bit fed up with it, but they just have to go along with whatever the guidelines are for the time being until we have a proven vaccine. And even then, if you think of the NARS epidemic, they've got a vaccine for that, and then NARS developed into its own superbug called NRSA. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That was a stronger strain of NARS. So when they tried to obliterate NARS, it, it reinvented itself as a superbug, which plagued the hospitals. I don't know, it was quite a few years ago. So if we do find a vaccine, will COVID-19 then redevelop itself into something stronger to get over the vaccine? Who knows? It's a very contagious disease. Yeah. Would you take the flu vaccine? Um, I've not in the past, possibly. Um, I've, I've only had flu once, possibly. I don't know. It, it's, it does lower your immune immunity when you do have it temporarily. Um, so I may consider it as I'm getting a bit older. Um, possibly, possibly. Moving to the actual COVID-19 coronavirus vaccine that they are working mm. on, would you take that? Yes, yes, I would take that depending on any side effects or any obviously you'd have to look at if there are any side effects or if there are certain people with certain conditions who may not be able to tolerate it don't know but I mean if it were just I'm, you know I don't have any underlying health problems so if that was the case a neurotypical person was fine with it then yes I would definitely take it what are you looking forward to now uh, well going back to work is the big one so that's what I'm looking forward to the theatre's opening and allowing people to come back in because they've they've really missed it as well. I think a lot of people miss, you know, if you're a theatre goer or a cinema goer, um, it, it, it's a big chunk of my life to step away from that. Because having the two jobs, and they're both going, so definitely going back to work and sort of seeing, you know, professional artists doing what they do best and getting back to work and all the touring shows and the creators being able to do what they they do best to get paid to do. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to going back to work and seeing you know, people that I care about and should be working, getting back into the profession that they love and deserve to be in. You know, there, there are ways for you to get out and do things. You just have to be very careful. I think it's feasible for people who have anxiety to start going out and looking at the bigger picture that people are doing things now. Keep the mask on, do the hand washing, watch where I go, that they can start to get out of their bubble, get out of their isolation and try and get out into the world and have some degree of the new normal um, for them. But it is very difficult to try and reassure people who have that because they might have health anxiety and they have anxiety built on top of that because of the social anxiety and what's happened to them. So if they had its condition originally for COVID, they had acerbated it. So you just have to, and it's a case of monitoring themselves, 
I know people have got this kind of anxiety, slowly starting to take steps to get outside um, just for their own mental health, I think, their own welfare, see the world again. Charlotte, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me. Thank you. Stepping Out was produced by Josephine Melville for the South Essex African Caribbean Association in collaboration with Label Free Creativity and funded by the Essex Community Foundation.